Fizz. Fizz. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. Hello, and welcome back to the Fit Fizz podcast. I'm Kelly Wilson, owner of fitfizzstudio.com, and I am a certified trainer, nutrition coach, behavior change specialist, autoimmune disease fighter, and I've worked in the health and fitness industry for over 20 years. I'm here to help you ditch the gimmicks, find strength through your struggles, and to give you the knowledge for making the smartest choices for your own health, and to remind you to celebrate victory all along the way. The information that I share on this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. None of the contents should be interpreted as an intent to diagnose, treat, cure, heal, or prescribe. And I have a quick reminder that from now until episode 25, that's three episodes from now, if you leave a review for the show on iTunes or on the FitFizz Facebook page, I will send you a 50% off code good for one item in the FitFizz shop. So leave your review, take a screenshot and send it to me through Facebook or Instagram, or you can email it to kelly at fitfizzstudio.com. And I will send you your code. And I do want to emphasize that it doesn't count if you just leave a star rating. It has to be a review with written words. Not too difficult, though. It can be really short. And hopefully you'll say something positive about the show. Your reviews are what I need to help build up the show's credibility. So that will help me to also be more findable in the insanely vast world of fitness and wellness podcasts that are out there. So I hope you will help me out. And I hope you've been celebrating some victories. And today I'm going to put on my behavior change specialist hat. And we're going to talk about some of the mental gymnastics that happen in our brains when we get hungry or feel like we could eat an entire buffet plus a sheet cake. (laughs) Have you ever felt like that? I know I have. I know that life gets crazy and sometimes it's hard to keep all of the plates spinning at once. So I love talking about the science of what's going on with our cells and our hormones and how it relates to overall health. But the biggest part in making any lifestyle change is wrapped in psychology and mindset. If you're not mentally committed to something, you really reduce your chances of success for whatever that is. But in particular, we're focusing on food today. Nobody is perfect, nor should anyone strive for perfection in regards to weight, body size, or fitness goals. In fact, I personally believe that the harder you focus on perfection, the more you really should learn to let go of it. Not for the sake of taking an easy way out, but for the sake of mental health and having a healthy mental perspective on things. Because when you boil down a need for perfection, what you're really left with is fear. And you shouldn't go through things driven by fear. So I think that most of us are already aware of areas in our nutrition or activity level where we could improve. And it's easy for life to get in the way and we slide into unhealthy options for all sorts of reasons. But usually when someone repeatedly fails to commit to a change, 
to nutrition or activity level. It's really easy to blame our busy lives, but if you really investigate what's ha- why that's happening, there are typically some mental hurdles that are really the real reason that the success is not actually taking place. So I want you to picture this scenario. You've just spent two hours in a work meeting. You were about to go to lunch, but you go to your desk, check your email, and there's something incredibly urgent that cannot wait for another hour. But you're starving. You don't even have time to go get food or to get the leftovers that you still have in the fridge. And as you're getting to that urgent email, a coworker announces that, hey, I have leftovers of Cinnabon over here for anybody that wants them. Great, just what you need. 45 minutes later, the urgent project is done and you hand your boss a folder with sticky Cinnabon fingerprints all over it. (laughs) The entire morning was a blur. You go back to your desk feeling somewhat relieved, but you're on a sugar high from the Cinnabon that you ended up eating. You feel a headache coming on. And also you feel a little bit of self-loathing that is starting to waft over your body. You know the sugar crash is imminent. So what happened? Did you lose your willpower? Did you screw up? No, I wouldn't go that far. Let's just say that you made a less optimal choice or less than optimal choice. You experienced hunger as an emergency. It's a totally normal thing to feel this way. When we get hungry and our brains notice that our blood sugar is dropping, our bodies release adrenaline. And adrenaline is that flight or fight hormone. And when it's unleashed, it feels like panic. Our heart races. We feel panicky. That feeling will be even more intense if you had sugar or caffeine in the few hours prior, which is highly likely. So do you ever wonder why coffee and donuts go so well together? It's basically like the perfect, the perfect vicious cycle of caffeine, crash, sugar, crash, caffeine, crash, etc., etc. So unlike our ancestors who had to go hungry if the hunting and gathering didn't go too well that day, we can typically access food pretty much anytime we want. And there's almost no situation where food is off limits. We don't consider it to be rude or weird if we're eating in our cars, at our desks, or walking down the street, or while we're at a meeting. And I think most of us are familiar with the word hangry, right? A combination of hungry and angry when we get to that point. But once again, hunger is not an emergency. Do you ever find that you have allowed yourself to let hunger become an emotional event. It probably happens to most of us at one time or another. I know I'm definitely no exception to that. And the fact that it's perfectly acceptable to bring food almost anywhere or eat almost anywhere makes it seem like it's normal to act like hunger is an emergency. And this is a big reason why many people who try to lose weight by some sort of caloric deficit often fail. It's because something has convinced you to believe that hunger is an emergency. Therefore, you should give in to that hunger because you don't want, let's get rid of this emergency or this false emergency. I used to also be this way. Like I said, I'm no stranger to this. And I know it can be a real struggle, but I actually had a real change in how I view food and access food due to 
my job loss and having to spend several months at a time eating only one meal a day and going to bed hungry at night and uncomfortable because I simply couldn't afford food. Not fun, but I literally did not have the option to reach for more food. It it was not there. And food had become a financial luxury for me at one point, and this was not that long ago. It was scary, and I don't recommend it at all. And I was eating at a caloric deficit that most certainly did not help with my health issues and probably made it worse than they could have been if I had simply been able to afford food and eat normally. But it sure did really teach me to see that food and snacks are absolutely not an emergency. I could have been hangry all those times, but the good that came out of it is that I learned to feel hunger and that it's not really the big deal that I used to think it was. It's certainly no reason to panic. Do you have those friends who can eat just a little bit and they're fine? And maybe you've probably, those same friends who you've never seen them talk about how they could devour a stack of grilled cheese. Well, that's partially due to having stable blood sugar and stable hunger hormones. And it's also partially due to mindset. And they tend to, those types of people tend to think differently about food. They probably don't have fears around being hungry and they probably don't panic when they feel hunger. They can tell the difference between true physical hunger and a general desire to eat and specific food cravings. If you're one of those people who tends to panic when you feel hungry or you know you get hangry, I'm going to give you some tips to take the next time that you feel that feeling coming on so that you don't end up nosediving into the nearest buffet. (laughs) So you might want to write these down or you can also visit fitfizstudio.com slash podcast dash 22 to get them later. So here are the steps that I want you to take next time you're in one of those situations where it feels like hunger is an emergency. Step one, acknowledge that you're hungry. Acknowledge that it's slightly uncomfortable, but that it's also normal to have feelings of hunger. Remember that hunger also comes in waves. If you can keep calm for about 10 or 20 minutes without letting ravenous behavior take over, then you're likely to feel a little bit more in control as soon as that wave passes. Step number two, slow down for a second and pay attention. Are you really, really physically hungry or are you just bored or procrastinating? Or do you have other emotional issues that, are try- that you're trying to drown away with food? Why, why are you eating? You can even write this down if you have the presence of mind the next time you're feeling that hunger is an emergency. Why are you eating? Also, step number three, relax. Don't panic. Unless you've been lost in the desert without food for days, this is not an emergency. You might just be feeling that way because of an adrenaline dump, but that was pro- might have been triggered by something else. So just breathe. Remind yourself that you're okay. Step number four, rank your discomfort on a scale of one to ten. So one would be feeling perfectly content and ten would be like 
if someone offered you some tree bark, that would really hit the spot. (laughs) So if what you're feeling is like a six or a seven or less, again, relax. You can deal with this feeling of hunger. It is not an emergency. Step number five, where do you feel the hunger? Do you feel it in your head, in your heart, your chest, your throat, or your stomach? Have you ever stopped to really think about that? Maybe not, but you probably know exactly what I'm talking about, right? So I'm sure you can also easily guess which one is the real physical hunger cue that is not attached to emotion. And this, this is one starting point for regaining awareness and connection to your body and real hunger cues so that they're, you're not being led to eat by what you might think are hunger cues, but are not, it's not actual hunger. Step number six, take an extra 30 seconds to ask yourself, what would be the best, most self-aware, most self-loving choice that I could eat under these particular circumstances? Now, notice I didn't say the most perfect choice, but the best for the situation. Step number seven, as well as you can, make that thoughtful choice. So take that action and make that smart choice. Eat slowly, chew your food thoroughly, and pause after each bite. And remember, it's not an emergency. You don't have to shovel all the food in. Step number eight, check in with yourself. Notice your body signals. How would you rank your hunger now that you've had a few bites to eat? Are you realizing that it really was not an emergency? Now, I can imagine before I even got to maybe step two, someone was probably saying, but Kelly, sometimes it really is an emergency. And if I don't eat right then, I will get a headache and my whole day will be ruined. If that was you, can I just be honest with you? (laughs) Again, I get it. So I say this with love because I've absolutely been there. But If you were already feeling that, if you were already feeling that way, you're already panicking. You're feeling like food is an emergency because you were probably already a little bit irresponsible, again, saying it with love, by letting your blood sugar fluctuate so chaotically. If you go back to the office scenario that I used at the beginning, where That very well could have been one of those situations where you got out of a meeting, couldn't go to lunch, could have ended up with a hunger headache and felt terrible the rest of the day. Here's a place where you can change your behavior by planning. If you do continually find yourself feeling like hunger is an emergency or you're getting headaches or you're getting hangry because you wait too long to eat, sometimes all you need is a few bites of something reasonable to stabilize your blood sugar. And since we do live in a society where it's acceptable to have snacks at your desk or in your bag that's with you all the time, you can prepare for that. So be smart about what you choose, though. A lot of people like to reach for things like fruits, like bananas or apples. And that's that's good. That's not bad. It's far better than candy. But keep in mind that reaching for fruits, if you reach for that first, that's a lot of sugar and carbs. If you can eat something with healthy fats and or protein, that will be a far better choice and it will feel more satisfying too. Some examples could be 
a small handful of cashews or even a spoonful of coconut oil. Those are things that I turn to when I'm in a real crunch for time like that. And I know that I need food um, when I'm starting to get that panicky feeling. This is also a type of scenario where I think that having protein powder on hand can be a useful tool. When it comes to protein powder, I think that unless you're an athlete, it doesn't need to be part of your daily intake. But a place where it can come in handy is just like the office scenario that I gave at the beginning. When I've worked in offices, I always had a small shaker cup with a serving of protein powder in it that was always ready for days when it might seem impossible to fit in food. But if I could just run to my desk, find an extra 30 seconds, put a few ounces of water in, chug it down, I could at least feel okay for a couple more hours. I'd also keep a jar of coconut oil in my desk for the same reason. Just take a bite if I was having one of those days. And you know how I also always like to talk about how things are hormonal issues, right? Same thing applies here. Hunger is a signal from hormones. The more intense we feel, the the more intense you, you might feel that is a sign that your hormones are spiking and plummeting more dramatically. So the feeling of hunger is triggered by a hormone called ghrelin, or some people call it ghrelin. And the feeling of fullness is triggered by a hormone called leptin. And both ghrelin and leptin are both affected by insulin. So overall, what I hope you learned today is to challenge yourself to sit through hunger if it's something that usually makes you feel panicky. Try to work on not being reactionary to hunger so that you can make the smart choices that you know you should make and that it's okay to feel it. It's okay to feel hunger. It's not a crisis. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge it's normal. And then you can make a sound decision, hopefully, and move on without overeating. And one more thing to mention before I say goodbye today with the encouragement of a dear friend who is no stranger to podcasting and she is also no stranger to the amount of preparation it takes for each episode. Um, She knows that I've also been kind of between a rock and a hard place financially and she gave me the nudge to set up a Patreon account and which I did. If you're not familiar with Patreon, it's basically... Since I don't have ads on my podcast to help cover my costs, Patreon is a way that you can help to support the show and my goals and my big vision for FitFizz if you so desire. If you're not familiar with it, how it works is you can pledge a monthly amount beginning at just $1. And there are several tiers above that if you feel gratitude for how much I share and if maybe if you want to donate more, you can do that too. But the cool thing about it is that you get things in return for how much you pledge per month. Things like healthy recipes and discounts and extra videos with bonus content from me with um, just educational material that won't be available anywhere else. It's all explained in detail on my Patreon page. If you want to take a look at that, the link is in the show notes, but the URL is patreon.com slash Kelly Wilson. And any bit of support is so appreciated. Thank you so, so much for listening. And until next time, breathe, stay strong, and always celebrate victory. Celebrate victory.